If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Howdy, friends. Welcome to Unlocked. It's IGN's weekly Xbox show. Coming up on this week's episode, we're going to be talking Call of Duty Black Ops 4's Blackout Beta, the Battle Royale mode. We brought Mark Medina, a specialist who spent his entire life <laughs> the last weekend playing it. Uh, there's a lot of cool stuff to report out of that. Plus, Bethesda kind of soft announcing Wolfenstein 3, which is excellent. We'll talk more about that and what else Pete Hines had to say. Plus, uh, a little surprise in the Assassin's Creed Odyssey season pass. If you're planning on picking up that game and you're thinking about, oh, what DLC is coming up? You might be surprised at what uh, what you'll get for that season pass. And more. Uh, quick reminder before we get rolling. Catch us early. You know, the show usually goes up on Wednesday afternoons on YouTube, on podcast services. But if you want to catch us early, we're here on IGN. Go to unlocked.ign.com. Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern. So uh, if you need need your fix a little earlier in the week, we're right here for you. I'm Ryan McCaffrey. To my right, the aforementioned Mark Medina. Welcome, Hello, my everybody. friend. Brandon Tyrell. Hello. To my left, and Miranda Sanchez. Great to see you, as always. Yeah. Anchoring down the uh, opposite end of the table there. So I want to start uh, with a couple of, well, one major housekeeping note. That I think I know I'm participating. In, I'm not sure who else here I'll is. I'll be there. Excellent. I don't Everybody's know what we're talking about yet. <laughs> I know you're about to find out. Okay. You're surprised too. <laughs> no, it's good. So uh, IGN is participating in a sort of YouTube wide cr- content creator initiative to raise uh, raise money for St Jude's uh, Children's Cancer Research. So we are hosting a stream with a, uh, that it, it is a fundraising effort. We'd love for you to watch to hopefully uh, chip in a little bit. So you can find us this Wednesday, so that's uh, either tomorrow, depending if you're catching us today, mm-hmm. or maybe today, if you're listening to the show, right, as it posts uh, outside of IGN, 1 p.m. to 7 p.m. So this is September 19th, 1 to 7 Pacific, that's uh, 4 to 10 Eastern Time. I'm going to be playing Forza Horizon 4. Nice. Miranda? Uh, I'll be playing My Hero One's Justice. Excellent. Brandon? I'll be playing Dead Cells with uh, Andrew Goldfarb. Excellent. So whether you want to catch any of us specifically or just see what other game, I actually don't even know what other people are playing. I haven't looked at the spreadsheet lately. Yeah, yeah. So just stop, stop by, uh, show a little support, maybe give a little bit if, uh, if, you see to, uh, if you see to it. That'd be awesome. So 
there's that. Uh, also, I want to mention my Forza Horizon 4 preview went up last week, right after last week's show. So if you're curious what the first couple hours of it are like, I would encourage you to go check that preview out. And I posted some gameplay clips mm-hmm. to IGN's, of course, the main page and, our, and uh, YouTube.com slash IGN as well. Can't wait to <laughs> just want to play more of that game. By the end of the two hours, I was like just kind of really settling in. Mm. I was like, oh man, this is so good. Did you? Yeah. Was it on One X? Yeah, I played on the oh, on the X. Okay. Yeah, we uh we also put up a video benchmarking it on like PC yes. at max settings. Gorgeous. Mm. Like, oh. <laughs> What's crazy is at 4K at max settings, the PC we were running on, it's still maintained like 60, mm-hmm. oh, nice. maybe a little higher. Uh, and so he's a beast. Yeah, if you if you hang out till the end of the video, you can see all the breakdown of specs and gear and and uh, how it performed. But it was admirable. Yeah, <laughs> really good. So there's that. Uh, what else? Oh, so yeah, let's just kind of get right into, before we do some news, I wanted to look everybody's way who played, but particularly I know this gentleman to my right, Mark Medina. I believe Miranda played it a lot as well. You played, you spent some time as as well? Not as much as I would have liked to, but I did get to play a fair bit. I'm glad we'll get multiple opinions on this because I only watched lovingly from afar. I didn't get a chance (laughs) to dive in myself, but the blackout beta for Call of Duty Black Ops 4 happened last weekend Mm -hmm. and... I know by your account, but but by, by I've I don't think I've heard a not to say any negative things right. about it, but right. the, the sentiment yeah. yeah the sentiment yeah. seems to be extraordinarily positive. Yeah, I, I I even wrote down here and I wrote like the positives, and then I was going to write the negatives, and I'm like. <laughs> I'm just gonna write worries because I don't know if they're yeah. like that's fair. Negatives, you know, right? Yeah, like what uh, I'm hearing is armor's just a little too strong, yeah. and like all that they stuff is balanced. Also, and then they, balance they, that during yeah. the beta, yeah, yeah. which is they really were doing impressive. So much stuff during the beta. It started with 80 people, then they upped it to 88. Meaning per game, the per, per game, game limit, yeah, 80 yeah. just 80 people in. in the world. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> only it? 80 people comply. Uh, <laughs> then they like they did so much just during the beta itself. They mm-hmm. bumped it up to 88, and then the last two hours. They were just like, screw it, and bumped it up to 100 people That's cool. just to see what would happen. <laughs> uh, they had a couple of different uh, public events uh, going just hmm. in that one week. Um, yeah, it was it was kind of weird because uh, I sit next to somebody that's not traditionally like a, would be a Call of Duty player. And yet he's still – You're talking had, about Patrick? I'm talking about Patrick. Nobody probably knows who he is. But <laughs> he's <laughs> the sweetest, he's, quietest man you've yeah, ever he's met. Our, he's One of the secret best manager. people at IGN. He likes hiking and animals. He loves animals. He would rather Outdoors. be outside. His Slack tells me that every time I talk to him. We Slack <laughs> each other. Even though we yeah. sit next to each other, we Slack each other a lot. To give you an idea um, of how quiet he is. <laughs> <laughs> um. And he he's he wouldn't traditionally be a, a Call of Duty player, and yet he had blackout streams on his computer the all week because it's just like kind of fascinating to watch. You yeah. said you watched a lot of it, yeah. And uh, this I wanted to talk about this and get your guys' opinion because you and I mm-hmm. were talking. I thought this was yeah. an off podcast conversation that I thought I'd bring in here because mm-hmm. uh, I you know when everybody <laughs> it does that's our that's the whole point, but when. After hearing all the feedback on the beta and everybody seems very jazzed on it, mm-hmm. it made me think like, well, could this actually – could the success of Blackout actually end up benefiting PUBG and Fortnite? Mm-hmm. Because you, if you get Call of Duty players who love Call of Duty every year yeah. that give this a try and love it and – you've, you've been head over heels mm-hmm. infatuated with this during, yeah. during the beta uh, – that even though – 
it is sixty dollars, yeah. whereas PUBG's thirty and Fortnite's free. Yeah. But if you get people in the door by virtue of it being a Call of Duty game and they get super into it, I think I'm wondering if it might lead them to, of course, continue to play that, but might, they might also want to go check out the other big battle royale games too, and it could end up actually having like a ripple effect that's right. good for everyone. Am I crazy on that? Like like using so, Call of Duty as like an entry point. Yeah, basically. Maybe. So the thing is, the way I approach this is that Treyarch has done a great job of making this their version of Battle Royale. I think that's really important because it comes with, of course, the Call of Duty suite of weapons and what you expect from a first-person shooter. Um, but Fortnite and PUBG don't offer that because they are inherently different games. And so, like, the perspective's different. Like, True. of course, with Fortnite, you have the building mechanics, which I think maybe people who are coming from a Call of Duty background may not enjoy. And so I think this may lead people to try them, but not necessarily, like, change over. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I keep comparing this to, which I know people are going to hate, is MOBAs, is because whenever you kind of latch onto one, you find that you like this one and you don't typically play more than one because you're investing your time learning this one and getting better at this one, investing potentially money in this one. Um, And it's very rare if you change over to a different one and you probably just completely change over because it's like learning the meta, it's learning all the constant changes and keeping up with the events. And that's a lot of time. Mm -hmm. And so I think we also posed a question of like whether or not we could see people from Fortnite or PUBG, like just changing over to black ops and uh, for Blackout, and I was like, maybe, but I don't think it's necessarily going to dethrone the ones that already exist because that player base is already solid. Like, they know what they like. They know that they're getting the support. Um, I could see some people, if they do prefer, like, the first-person shooter mechanics that are so, like, set in Blackout, could potentially move over just because that, this hasn't really been offered the same way mm-hmm. with those two big ones. Um, but I don't see this as being something that is going to just like overtake everything. It's just like a great new option. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. No, I, I'm not, I don't, I don't think it's, yeah. it's going to take, it's going to actually like replace anything. Oh, the same sure. way that yeah. Fortnite didn't replace PUBG. It actually, it only arguably expanded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just a Battle different Royale audience. And like, genre, I think yeah. that's what this is. And I think I, I will be curious to see if people do go on and try things. And I think that will happen. Um, but I think this is just suited for a different audience. Right. And so I think that's really exciting because this is honestly like the battle royale that experience that I wanted because I do love first person shooters like that is my thing like I'll play third person stuff too but like the the mechanics that this comes with is what I would want to play with. Yeah, I never even uh, pardon me Mark, I never even thought about it really till you just said it that oh yeah, like this is a dedicated like there isn't a third person yeah, which is what a right? lot of people so, do for PUBG. Whereas only when you when get in a game. You know, PUBG yeah. added the first-person option, server-based option later, and yeah. but, but, but primarily it and Fortnite are third-person mm-hmm. games. So, yeah, it didn't exactly. even really So this yeah. is made to be that way, and I think having it tailored that way um, does a lot for the game. Yeah. And that's, and that's kind of one of my points is, like, jumping into PUBG or, or Fortnite, they're so different than mm-hmm. maybe other games you may have played where it's you'd be kind of hard-pressed to find somebody who hasn't dove into one of the Call of Duties. Uh, and since they've essentially kind of, you know, mechanics have changed, but Call of Duty 4 is is kind of what Call of Duty is still mm-hmm. is today. It's kind of like those skills are pretty transferable to be able to jump into this battle royale and you're like, this is a game type I've never played, and but I know Call of Duty. And yeah. I know how this game plays. And I, I think it dipped below 60 frames a couple of times. On PlayStation 4, but for the most part, like, this is Call of Duty just on a huge map. Like, they didn't really sacrifice much. The only right. sacrifice the time, the time to kill is different, but it course. has yeah. to be. I because, think. because it's health-based opposed to 
just you know yeah dying really fast right <laughs> like well, and has health and... base two now sure but sure. um with um black ops war but um the armor is a big change yep. and i think that's the thing that kind of threw some people off first mm-hmm. and i think especially because the armor especially if you got level three was just like yep. So good. And like, well, like we said that they kids, did bring your health even above the cap. Right. And so like they did tweak some of that too. So that mm. is a little bit more balanced and like this has perks and like a lot of other familiar things that are a little unfamiliar because they are tweaked to fit this. Yep. Um, I don't know. There's you make a good point stuff. about, about that sort of yeah. approachability and accessibility yeah. though, because you're right. Like I, even I'm kind of like, I don't really want to learn the crafting mechanics mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. building stuff and Fortnite and yeah I tried I don't, Fortnite I, seen... and I, I couldn't wrap my head around like like building I think takes more practice than I was willing to put into it right but to be good at that game like I shot a guy and all of a sudden he just like builds a mansion around him and I'm like cool <laughs> yeah and even even, even PUBG you know I like, built a ramp <laughs> I've seen <laughs> uh, do this you know, I've walked by Destin's screen and yeah. there's this, this like crazy mm-hmm. inventory thing up and I'm just like uh yeah <laughs> not that I wouldn't not that I'm incapable of learning it but yeah. it's just like yeah. uh, really? well and so battle uh, blackout has this like big inventory management like PUBG, but then it, it translates to consoles so well yeah. that uh I think I think that's another thing is it has PUBG, a quick menu, which helps so much. What's that? A little quick menu in the bottom. Yeah, and it's awesome. And it's PUBG has has not really translated great to consoles. I, I haven't played it much on consoles, but uh you know it's a little th- this is a very polished game that you can play on all the consoles. And I think that's, what's great. I think something else about uh, people leaving games is I think it's going to factor in what the big streamers are doing. I think a lot of of people play Fortnite because it's always on the top of the list. Yeah. And it's like 130,000 people are watching 80,000 of those 130,000 are watching just Ninja. Ninja switches over to blackout shroud switches over Dr. Disrespect. These people switch over blackouts now on, Top, it, it that's gonna drive people to want to play blackout as well which is why i think blackout's gonna do well because a with battle royale games you have um a lot of it is word of mouth sort yeah, of seems like inclusiveness it. and that mm-hmm. really starts with the big streamers not even yeah. the big streamers but just streamers in general right, right? I think mm-hmm. a big factor in that that could stop that though is the price tag yeah. Sure. Ultimately, yeah. Yeah. it's not. That's, that's the rough one. Yeah. It's not your thirty dollars. It's not your free to play. Yeah, Fortnite is on everything. It's on your phone. It's on your Switch, mm. and it's completely free. <laughs> so anybody can jump into that. PUBG is is only on your computer and uh, Xbox, and it's thirty dollars. But enough people jumped into that. But Call of Duty is sixty dollars. Yes, yeah. but and it does have the name, and it's got mainstream yeah. appeal. Yeah, and that's the thing is Call of Duty already is pretty much the biggest selling franchise every year already um we'll see if people buy into that that wouldn't normally buy a call of duty just for blackout they, they could I, i'll actually be interested to see if battle royale players say because they see ninja and shroud and uh dr disrespect playing mm-hmm. blackout they're like oh well now's a call of duty that i can pick up like having yeah. moved on from that series for x amount of years yeah. um oh now it's time to go i see to excitement to come back like I, I see people are like i this is the call of duty i've been waiting for i want to play call of duty i mean so- you're preaching to the choir right now both ryan and i were talking about how <laughs> neither of us play battle royale games but we're like oh yeah i was watching it and really interested Mm -hmm. aside from the speculation of like whether or not this is going to get traction like what did you think about the beta because i was actually really impressed with how stable it was yeah as far as betas goes i only got kicked out of one game of all the game i didn't play again i didn't play as much mm -hmm. as i would have liked but i got 
quite a few games in. So so on launch day, I saw that they were having a few troubles. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did not even play launch day. I, I It's funny. I, I got it early on PS4. I didn't play it until everybody else was playing it on PC because it's like oh. it, it, that played, hype was building up. And they're like, the you got to try was, this. I was like, now everyone's playing it. It's that word well, it, was, it was weird because I was on Twitch and it was like blackout number one by like three times right and then it dropped off immediately and i was like oh no this isn't a big deal nobody cares and this is before i had played it is because all those streamers they want to play on pc so then the second it came out on pc boom right back up and stayed up the whole weekend um yeah so as far as stability in the game it was great Except for the RC car. If you jump out a window, <laughs> that dude just falls through the floor. That sucks. <laughs> yeah, so there uh, are, I mean, it's a beta. Like, there are going to be weird yeah. issues. Like, I know PC like had some spell. issues yeah. um, that Steven was talking about. Um, but for the most part, it's, like, really solid, it was, it was I think. so solid, If yeah, for a beta. Like, I, I thought it was great. The only other issue I was having was, uh, I don't know if this was, like, nat types or whatever, but we were trying to play as a squad or a, a quad, whatever you want to call it. And uh, it kept changing who they would allow to queue up Mm. and so we'd all join uh you know our friend in canada we'd all join his game and then all of a sudden it would just say you know boot it out when he tried to queue us up so then he would all join everyone would join my game and then that would work then all of a sudden mine wouldn't work and we'd all have to join my wife's game and then that would work (laughs) sounds like a nat issue yeah yeah and so i don't know if the nat types kept changing based on like she's on wired and i'm on wireless but then sometimes it would work and (laughs) i i don't know what was going on there um that could just be an overall issue yeah or it could just be a beta yeah uh but other than that like i said with the frame rate they had put out a press release before the beta went live saying you know our target's 60 frames per second but this is a huge map lots of stuff going on we can't guarantee it i kind of forgot that they put that out because Mm. man it was silky smooth for the most part until like i don't know there was like one point i was like okay dropped a little but that was in one part of 68 games that I played. Wow. So. 68 games? Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy to me. In played a lot. Age. It's crazy to me in this day and age. You have to put out a press release disclaimer that your beta might not hit 60 yeah. frames. <laughs> yeah. it's It was insane. But other than that, yeah, of the 68 games I played, I can only think of a few times that, yeah, like my car uh, fell through the floor or we were having server issues. Like once we figured out the server issues – it's like it would work for several hours, so we were mm. good. It wasn't like a, every time we went to the lobby, now we got to find someone else to join. Yeah. It was like it was like when we were going to start a new play session, right? Is when we would have that issue. Did you play solo much at all, or just? I played all of them. I played mostly quads. Okay. I played a few um, of the duos with my wife, and then so I played a few solo which, solos. Which did you I, like most? I like duos the most. Okay. That was fun because – and this is coming from somebody who does not play a lot of Battle Royales. Uh, There's only so much loot in the game. (laughs) And so there's clearly enough to go around. But when you're dropping to a place with four people and there's three buildings, it's really tough. And you're you're trying to wrangle people and people are jumping through windows and you're like, stop doing this. Like, (laughs) what are you doing? Uh, When it was just me and my wife playing, like, it was – man, we were on. We were we were just like we didn't have to wear headsets because you know we're just next to each other in the living room Aww. and it was just like you get that building I get that building we'd be fully equipped in no time we'd be on each other we'd separate when we needed to separate like I like duos a lot I I don't know what other people usually play in battle royales but duos seems like the sweet spot hmm. well it'll be really interesting to see I, I, that there's I don't know 
I don't know if it's fair to say. I mean, I, where I sit, I didn't necessarily see a lot of excitement, sort of hype heading into this beta necessarily. I think it caught people by surprise. Yeah. But yeah, that's I think, so I think it. I think it did. It definitely has come out. Uh, of the beta, uh, yep. much in, in a much more, you know, a lot of positivity coming out of it yeah. uh, than than sort of more the neutrality going into it. I, I think, think it's just a big curiosity because nobody really knew what this was, aside from leading up to the, like, they released those few trailers. It's like, well, we have zombies, and here's kind of a hint at how they mm. work, and just more hints. And, yeah, then and I uh, think it was probably right of them just to show it and not well, and, and like I, have it I playable. I think it's one of those things where it's like. Call of Duty and and Battlefield Five both just kind of announced that they are having a battle royale mode at the same times, and so people just get that like fatigue just from hearing about it. Oh, now sure, everything's, like, everything's getting a battle happen. royale, right? Uh, and yeah. So it's like you kind of write it off before you even play it, and then it, you play it and you're like, wow, this. Yeah. One's I think I'm really good. <laughs> I was definitely on the curious side because it's just like how how are you going to make this your unique battle royale? Because I think mm-hmm. anyone can do it, but what do you do to make it special? So and it, it turns out I th- I think it's their engine is what's making it special, which is just which is great. You know, that it's like, that it's polished and just, it's and it's yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what's always it feels that's good. What I've always loved about zombies is uh, you get to play this like Left 4 Dead style video game on Call of Duty's engine, and that's like it's great. Uh, the one biggest fear that I'll, I'll kind of close with is, is something Miranda. I, I think it was you that brought it up yesterday. Uh, which was, we we filmed a big convo, and so we are all having micro conversations. Which is uh, blackouts cool comes out the twelfth. Uh, we'll have weekly events. They had two weekly events during just the beta alone. They had a raid boss from the zombies map uh, nine called the Blight Father, and then they had close quarters mode. Which that's was my just, rap name. What's that? That's my rap name. Blight Father. Yeah. Blight Father. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then they had a close quarters mode, which was uh, SMGs, shotguns, and pistols only. And so I'd love to see Ooh. stuff like that, where it's like. I want to do shotguns only or snipers that's, only. That's yeah. Halo style. That's like yeah, no, I love it. Halo style. I love yeah. it. Yeah, it's yeah, straight just, out of like MOBAs do it too where they yeah. have like the fun mode for the week. You mm-hmm. know? And so I, th- I I thought to myself, okay, that's going to be great. Uh, but the biggest question is what's going to happen when Infinity Ward's Call of Duty comes out? Is is Blackout going to exist in Infinity Ward? It's a really or is Infinity War just See, are think, they going to have their own battle royale? That's a yeah. really good I was definitely the one who brought that up yesterday. So yeah. it, it comes to, down to because we expect a yearly Call of Duty. Yeah. Um, I think that not only inhibits its esports because it's hard to like get really around a new game every single right. time. Mm-hmm. And like, yes, this one lives on. People will stay with it. But how long? Like, yeah. obviously, a lot of people are still playing World War II, or I'm assuming people are because yeah. they're still releasing things for it, yep. which is great. So, like, the studio will support it, but how long will the player support it? Yep. And then, how will that change, you know, matchmaking and everything else? What yep. part of it? It, it, it? It's just so strange because they Call of Duty kind of does these things where they give you the keys to the city. Uh, when when their cycle's almost over, uh, they start having fun. Infinite Warfare yeah. had gesture mode mm. where you're just running around and you're just like doing that and it would kill people instantly and it's just yeah. a stupid game mode world war ii has prop hunt where you play as like a wheel and you go and hide and and people have to try to find you like it's just fun stuff like that i i was playing world war ii yesterday and i noticed like they, they completely abandoned headquarters like that's can all be done in a menu and it's just because it's like it's not about like oh headquarters was a bad idea it's just this call of duty's life cycle is over and it's it's kind of depressing to log in and kind of see that like there's no reason to go to headquarters anymore. Yeah, like it's it's 
the game's just it's just over kind of thing. And the so party's like, over. The, the, biggest, yeah. the, big, oh, yeah. the big part of the player base has moved on and is ready right. for the next yeah. thing. Unless and, so, unless like has happened in the past, the next game's multiplayer just falls flat with the community, yeah. and then like, all yeah, right, then we're all, go back. We're all right. gonna go back. Right. Yeah. And so it's just kind of like, what is Blackout gonna look like? Uh, you know, September of next year. Yeah. Is, so, is it just infinite? weapons and like who knows you oh know? like <laughs> blackout in space like just, yeah just keys to the city you can do it you can fly <laughs> if active if activision was smart and they are uh yeah i would imagine that they would take whatever the the framework of blackout is from black ops 4 use that as a launching point for the next season of blackout yeah, and make a new next, map but, yeah. but i think so 60 dollars to get that because i think one new map a year is is pretty reasonable. So, Fortnite is still on the same map. Considering, it's, yeah, it's not a the problem sent by PUBG. of whether or not like Treyarch can keep this going. It's a matter of whether or not the, the player, player base, base will be there. Right, yeah. and I think to Miranda's point, I wonder, I'm, I'm sitting here trying to think of like possible solutions to the excellent point you bring up, Miranda, and I, I wonder if, uh, if after a year when next year's Infinity Ward game is, is due to, to hit, if Blackout is spun off as a as a free thing, as its own separate free thing, so that it can live on. Yeah, that's kind of like, is that. Too. I wonder if that's a, a. I mean, that would require some different thinking at Activision than what they've done before. But yep. if they want to yeah. sort of be serious about the battle royale space and potentially as an esport, that that could be. That's one option that comes to mind from me, an amateur idiot sitting behind the desk. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't see that. I don't see that happening. I think if they spin it out. Um, as a standalone sort of its own product, then they're losing that buy-in to mm-hmm. play the next Battle Royale version of Blackout for that $60 that you spend the following year, right? So similar to the way MLG does it or whatever, the next Call of Duty comes out, the esports picks up that multiplayer suite, and they go they, they run with it. So you have Blackout, and then Infinity Wards game comes out, call it Infinite Blackout or, or whatever. As soon <laughs> as the streamers pick it up, they're like, oh, this is the new hotness. you got to jump on it. Mm-hmm. It's worth $60. Suddenly that is another reason to drop 60 bucks on top of zombies and multiplayer. It's going to be weird maybe a campaign. That, that one is just definitely going to have less of a splash than Blackout is. This is the first sure. time we're seeing like this polished Call of Duty you know, first-person shooter battle royale. If yeah. you see it again next year, well, I don't think it's going to blow anyone's socks off. And, and let's let's well, we'll, you we'll, never we'll, we'll see. You could say the same. Yeah. You could say the same about Modern Warfare Two, right? Like after COD mm-hmm. Four came out, that sort of redefined what the console sure. th- well, uh, first person shooter was. To your uh, point, though, I mean Treyarch is regarded as a very very strong yeah. team. Whereas, let's be honest, yeah. uh, Infinity Ward's last couple of efforts have been. Yeah. Not as strong relative to the other two teams. It's it's I still remember what it used to be the opposite. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm yeah. looking until Vince uh, packed up and <laughs> took the yeah. crew to to respawn. Exactly. I I look at the culture and I, I'm seeing people in the comments and they're just like, I'm just so excited to be playing a a Treyarch Call of Duty again. And and I remember I covered Infinite Warfare two years ago and that game. I mean, not from sales numbers, but from IGN numbers, more or less bombed because it was just like Infinity War, Infinity War, not too many good things to say about them, which is crazy because they just hired all these new great people, Taylor Kurosaki, and it was a, you know, uh, narrative lead on Uncharted. And and I thought Infinite Infinite Warfare was really good, um, but I think it outlived its... It's jetpacky, you know that that kind of. It's just fatigue mode. at that point. Yeah, yeah. that 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 like advanced what people warfare, wanted yeah. was over. And I actually had to look up because I didn't play any of the Black Ops uh, Black Ops Four 
multiplayer beta. And I was like, uh, so are we jetpacking still? And apparently we're not. We are not. No, that, no that is, that is not, over. We are, <laughs> we are, what, a hero shootering, I guess? Like Not really. Uh, like, kind of, yes. Like, yes, you pick a character operators. to play as. Yeah, yeah um, a specialist. But you don't... It's like weird because you can change their kits and stuff, so you're not mm. bound to what they are. Right. Um, but, but there are incentives that, like, ultimate, to do that, yeah. Yeah, especially lower levels. The last two points I wanted to make on this because this is turned. Mm-hmm. This happens every week where we're yep. like, oh, the, it's the, a slow news the week. First, and the first news item the, really the kicks off. Was, yeah. just the whole thing. Was, uh, having the two of you to have such great back and forth sure. on, on Blackout. Yeah. But uh, number one is seemingly this, this the Blackout seems to be – uh, on pace now to to kind of uh, do a pretty good job of papering over the lack of a single player campaign. Like this yeah. is a new thing yeah. I, in Call of Duty so that, that people are sad. buzzing about. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, like it, I definitely remain sad as well. I'm but sorry. yeah, it, as far as the like the community, we'll see when the game comes out and what mm-hmm. the sales numbers are and potentially the review scores too. But yeah, I, I, it, maybe they're gonna get so, a, get away with it. <laughs> they're gonna so, get away so, with uh, it. They are. I think a big part of that too is like a lot of potentially a lot of people who would have been very interested in playing that campaign may have not also been as interested in the multiplayer side of it. Mm -hmm. And so I think potentially just speaking out of speculation, those people would not necessarily be interested in blackout because it is ultimately more multiplayer. Yeah. And so if you are looking for that solo experience, you're still not getting that. Yeah. True. The, the, the way I look at it is the people that they're losing, um, from not getting a single player, like it, like let's say, a hundred people were going to buy the game, and they lost, you know, I don't know, fifteen people because those yeah. fifteen people don't fifteen well, percent aren't, aren't yeah. Go, yeah aren't going to play uh, Call of Duty without a single player. I think they're going. I think fifty people are going to buy it just for Blackout. So I think the I think the net. Gain I don't think they have anything to favor. worry about. They flopped the priorities. Know. Yeah, and I think mm-hmm. you're right. Like no disrespect to Call of Duty, there's been some amazing campaigns in the past, but I don't yeah. think campaign was ever a singular selling point for that series. Well, it's been a while. Especially it, not yeah. anymore. Yeah. 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 So I, I think you're right. This? I think they're taking this new battle royale trend and being like, look, mm-hmm. our return from making a BR version uh, for for Call of Duty is better than putting all that effort into a scripted narrative-driven campaign. And we also have the stats. Yeah, this comes exactly. from like, research and a lot of that, other like, stuff, too. That, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it takes up yeah. like 80% <laughs> of development time with, with yeah, yeah, like 20% of the return. You know yeah. what I mean? Like Most of the development time comes from the single player that once the single player is complete, those people then bleed over into zombies and multiplayer. And it's like, I guess somebody was just like, hey, why don't we just not invest all those resources? Yeah. Like, because even if they do see a loss, it's one of those things where it's like, it's you know something we deal with here on VPH and stuff like that. It's like even if they did see a loss, how much time did they? How much? I know nobody's gonna know. You're pulling back the curtain here. You're showing the secret sauce. We can't do that. <laughs> um, even if <laughs> Sorry, even if it sold a little bit less, I think they stand to gain from not paying for these huge actors right. and all of this development time. Yeah, yeah there's, there's, they, there could very well be something to that. And then the, the other thing I wanted to mention real yeah. quick was, you know, they it kind of has to be a competition because the, the two companies kind of make it that way and the community certainly makes it that way. Uh, 
with regard to Battlefield's Battle Royale, fight, fight. The, yeah. the, the, the ball is in their court now. Like Blackout has, has come out first and come out strong. So it's going to be really interesting just to see what DICE does. Mm-hmm. Right. Their and version this comes of. out after launch, too. Yeah. So yeah. we yeah. don't – well, I don't know how much further since they did move their release date. Right. They push back. But not that much. That's so. actually smart in my opinion. I think that's that's – working for them because it could a battle royale game because it's driven so much by by twitch and streamers uh the popularity like word of mouth um i think that's really smart to allow blackout to have its day in the sun and the streamers to do that and then you know you see them jump to the next game to Mm -hmm. create content like we're all aware of how hard it is to to cover a game for a year (laughs) you know like how how much more can i possibly get out of this game 12 Mm -hmm. months into it Mm -hmm. so you know Give Blackout a day its day in the sun. Once the streamers have milked it, um, you know Battlefield Battlefield's version yeah, comes out, and they're like, "All right, it. we're jumping into this now." Yeah, what's it called? Firestorm? Or? I actually don't even. I, know. I don't even know. <laughs> that sounds it's, about right. It's something it has, like that. I haven't heard it since E3, and that's yeah. It's been a few yeah. days since it, then. It's tough because yeah, Blackout did launch their beta early, and then when you really count the days till uh, till. Blackouts four launches, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's right around the corner. Yeah, it's coming and up. So, yeah, Battlefield has no like share space right so now. So the thing is, that. too, again, it's going to be, I think, would be a very different battle royale experience because even just comparing Call of Duty and Battlefield, like they're so different as absolutely. Shooters. And so I think that's the thing I always emphasize like hey remember that these are very different games yeah. the way they play is very different and i think there's a lot of potential for there to be something cool yeah we more vehicle driven and so well, i think like that, yeah. i think people like that because battle royale is a genre now so mm-hmm. you take that genre and you put it in different you know um d- designs or different packaging if yep. you will um similar like moba you know you have you have top down mobas you have third person mobas and you had paragon which and is no longer I'm around say, and again like with that that trend like not everything succeeded and so it's right. going to be a matter of like what will people latch on to and how will it be supported and will it be good? That's a good question. But there's a, there's a certain feeling of satisfaction and accomplishment of learning the new rules of the genre that you play in this mm-hmm. different form factor um, that I think is going to drive its popularity. I do think this hurts PUBG. This is an Xbox show, bringing it back to Xbox. Uh, right now, the only two uh, Battle Royale games on consoles that you you know really are looking at are PUBG and Fortnite. Um, PUBG is, of course, on Xbox. And now... If you're not really a fan of Fortnite, you don't really have another option on PlayStation. You do on Xbox, and it, with Blackout coming out, I think you see market share on you know the console side, Xbox in particular, coming off of PUBG onto Blackout, where you're not going to see that on PlayStation Four either. You know, sure. well, yeah, but the, there's definitely uh, a lot more room in the marketplace on PS4 yep. for Blackout than, yeah. than on Xbox. Which, yep. which it doesn't worry me, but it makes me wonder. Like Microsoft did spend all that money, so I'm wondering if are they. Is that return going to start to dwindle? It's, with, a, it's yeah. a fair point. With, it's an interesting like by the time, like the it's it's always been theorized that I mean, I, I most of us thought we'd see it this year. Uh, PUBG come to PS4, and uh, it's like does it's it, just out does now, it, like as of even, last month. <laughs> but it's like, does it even like I know, right? But it's like, does it have a place now? Yeah, it's well, that's it's a little bit more crowded now. Talking to Steven, like PUBG does seem like a deeper game than blackout is as far as mechanics go i don't know if you guys can speak to that quickly but as far as mechanics and weapons and all that i know there's a different button for jumping and vaulting okay (laughs) that's as far as i got (laughs) okay so you you think they're roughly 
kind of no, similar. No, no, no. He he's think, saying he hasn't played it. Really. I think they're deeper, but I okay. really don't know much about yeah. PUBG at all. Well, yeah, so Steven was saying PUBG seems like a deeper version of Blackout. Blackout mm-hmm. is the more mainstream, more accessible yeah. version. Yeah. And Fortnite is Fortnite, yeah. Very Building and, understand. yeah. I tried playing PUBG, couldn't get into it. I understood Blackout immediately. Yeah. We'll ask Destin when he's back on the show next yeah. week. He's, <laughs> he's spent plenty of time with we'll PUBG. See, a lot of right. competition in the coming yeah, year. I've only played a little bit of PUBG. Wasn't also super into it, so I jumped ship. And, uh, so uh, good stuff from Blackout. The, mm-hmm. Yeah, Mark's right. The, the beta's over, but the full game is less than a month away. Ooh. So it's coming. Uh, news-wise this week, here. Pete Hines was uh, the, the VP of many things at Bethesda, was talking to Game Central. Uh, he's the senior vice president of global marketing and communications these days. He said that uh, he confirmed that the studio is, quote, absolutely making Wolfenstein 3. When asked about the future of the Wolfenstein franchise, Hines said, quote, absolutely we're making a Wolfenstein 3. Uh, Machine Games said on stage, meaning at E3, that they're taking a break from the larger story to do Youngblood, their, uh, their sort of standalone expansion with the two uh, – the children of, of uh, BJ and Anya. It says, but we have to see how that ends in response to a question. Uh, and then they, he also – they touched on Dishonored also because Dishonored's a game uh, – I'll, I'll speak for Alana – Mm-hmm. Rest in peace, uh, <laughs> for as far as the show goes. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> still in the lead on trivia. She's yeah. probably still alive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she's fine. Oh, yeah, she's uh, doing great. But yeah, you know, okay. Dishonored is uh, a great series. Probably, if you were to look at the highest Metacritic and and lowest sales, it's Aww. probably like the, the sort of ratio there. It's It should go, you know, yeah. they should be sort of parallel mm. but th- you'd wish they're not uh so with criti- dishonored critically acclaimed but commercially unsuccessful yes interesting yep. yes i mean i've my- never played one so i don't know oh really yeah. you should they are really should. they are excellent I, I, games. i've never really like it's my my, my main reason with skyrim i've never been into like first person melee stuff you know mm. i just feel like it's you don't have to play that it's way. too strange you can do yeah, third you person sneak around. or well, you just can, shoot you stuff. can yeah you can use projectiles yeah if you really want if to. i'm gonna be a first person wizard i could just play skyrim again could yeah. that is an option, but in it's, any case, it's not a problem. <laughs> so uh, yeah, Pete said about Dishonored, and in response to a question, oh, is so is Dishonored kind of resting? Is it not nothing going on with that? And he said, eh, I wouldn't read too much into that. So we'll see. I mean, you know, Arcane, uh, they had their studio head left, mm-hmm. he, uh, at least for now, retired. So yeah, I wonder what the the future of Dishonored is. Just it. You know that with that critical acclaim that mm-hmm. did not come with quite as much commercial success as that series has probably uh, deserved. But but Wolfenstein, boy, I mean, I suppose I would have assumed that Machine was going to do at least one more Machine Games is going to do at least one more Wolfenstein. But mm-hmm. it's nice to hear that that is apparently the plan. Mm. Yep. Um, I yeah, the yeah. first one again. St- the first hour is not super great, and then from there on, it's one of it's still, I think, one of the best first-person shooters of this generation. As far certainly, it's obviously it's a single-player-only game. Yeah. Uh, it is just fantastic if you have not played the uh, the first reboot Wolfenstein. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Wolfenstein's filling a role that like we don't see very much these days, which is a not not just single player, but an excellent single player campaign in a first person shooter. Like you don't get those very often. Titanfall Two is the last one that I remember being like, "Wow, that was mm-hmm. something." Yeah, what what actually would be all right? Best first person shooter 
single player campaigns this generation. This generation. Go. Uh, I mean, so <laughs> Wolfenstein, Titanfall two, Doom, Titanfall two, Doom. Oh, yes, Doom was cool. yes. Gonna look at Bethesda for a minute. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, would, I know Prey, Prey had a lot of a lot technical of flaws at launch, yeah. but those were resolved. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, ended, I ended up. I spent. A, I did a preview event that was like two or four hours with it, and then I ended up just not getting back to it once it finally came out. Even though mm-hmm. it's kind of the spiritual successor to System Shock Two, yeah, which is one of my yeah. favorite games ever. So I don't it's, know how I never got back to Prey. I haven't played it either, but it's one of those games that's on my list as like quirky and unique and. Yeah. The idea that like anything could be a little alien, even right. a coffee mug, yes. and this yeah. glass very, of coffee, yeah, very stressful. <laughs> it sounds so cool. Like, so, I love yeah, that. it was really neat for sure. I think I had a lot of great ideas there too. Um, I didn't get around to doing all the vignettes from Battlefield Five. See, I, those didn't do it yeah, for me the way that the way a lot of, the, a lot of people uh, won. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> sorry, excuse me. Battlefield One is <laughs> living in the future. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, um, yeah. I, I was going to say thing. Call of Duty Infinite Warfare was a lot of people really? on it, and I loved it. I heard it was good. <laughs> I got I a couple it. hours in and got and got bored and, it, and it bailed out. Scratched that. I mean, it depends on. Do you like Halo Reach? What's well, the? It's the least good yeah. Halo. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> as far as Ooh, so I love. Wait, well, I except love, for five. Whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> I love. It was. Okay. I love the Reach's five. campaign, and so I did too. Infinite I'm with War, you. It's Bungie's worst Halo, in my opinion. <laughs> I'm with you. I thought and Reach by, again, was worst. I thought Reach air quotes. Was, which, I, I love that campaign. If you like so War Infinite movies, Warfare, yeah. just totally scratch that itch for me. I love it a lot. I also like Doom a lot. Doom's so good. Wolfenstein was one of those games where I. It was weird. So it came out on on the day last year. Uh, I think it's October twenty seventh or what? Oh yeah, with Where, Mario with and Mario uh, and Assassin's Creed. Yes, and so it was kind of like those were like the spotlight, right? Like I was super deep into Mario and very interested because Origins was kind of like a reboot for Assassin's Creed, so kind of like a kind of like a new Assassin's Creed. And then there was so many people. It was like it was like Mitchell and Alana and and. Uh, Dan Stapleton, and they're like, yeah, but like Wolfenstein Two is really, really, really good. Yeah. Like, yeah, don't good. forget about the super the producer one. Dan Parkhurst getting that Wolfenstein Two trailer is. on the video He's screen, climbing right out of a wheelchair. Uh, then I tried to play it, and I did not like it. <laughs> I just, really? I just didn't. I felt like I felt like the shooting mechanics were off for me for some reason. I mm. just, I don't know, it just felt weird. And the story itself, which funny, Brian Bloom. Also, the main character of Infinite Warfare, so oh. that was like kind of <laughs> cool. Is that it was it was kind of like you know, but uh, yeah, I just I just really couldn't get into it. I there was a certain scene I need to capture, uh, like the big scene yeah, yeah, from yeah. Wolfenstein yeah. too, and uh, I got to that part, and then once I got that scene, I I, I was just done. Like I just didn't play it again. Well, I, I know mean, a lot of people loved it. Yeah, universally, Wolfenstein Two seems like people love that campaign. Yep. Again, I haven't finished that. Another either. one I haven't finished halfway either, through. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's a victim of its timing, like you said. Yeah, just like a lot of games out there, like stuff. Not to beat a dead horse, but Titanfall Two came out the week between <laughs> Call of Duty and Battlefield. Yeah, yeah. and it's like oh, these so sad about that. These hidden so gems. Like, you know, Wolfenstein had to live in the shadow of Mario. Titanfall yeah. 2 had to live in the shadow of the two biggest shooting uh, franchises of, one of, of every year. One of which the EA also published. Yeah. They buried so their own shit. shot themselves in the foot. Which, I, is, which is just tragic because Titanfall 2 is so good. I actually asked them about that. I was like, mm-hmm. are you not worried at all about cannibalizing like, your Why own, are you sending your, your They own would own never thing? say publicly, like, they... 
they screwed up. No, no. no. You'd have to get... Their line was that these are two different franchises for two different types of players. But I want to do both. I'll bet if I got Vin Zampella (laughs) drunk, which I don't know how that would ever happen, but just in a hypothetical... He he doesn't drink? I would (laughs) think he would probably be like... Yeah, that really sucked. That was really pissed about that. But I mean, that's you, just me projecting. I don't know. You got to. I don't know. What you got to really factor think. in money. If people are buying Call of Duty and then they're then they're buying Battlefield One yeah. and then buying Titanfall, that's so well, it's, much money. It's name recognition, right? Yeah, like it's yeah. Yeah. Pepsi, but, Coke, or RC. Like so, not to equate Titanfall to RC. <laughs> RC is RC is actually a fine product as well, but yeah. um, in the oh my Stop. god! Oh my, there are no rules anymore. <laughs> I just think of that 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 Family oh, Guy dear. gag where they're like stuck in the desert and they're like, oh my god, it's a Dr Pepper machine. And they get to it, they're like, oh, it was a mirage, an RC cola machine. <laughs> we're gonna die. They're like, we're gonna die. And I'm like, <laughs> remember the time we were stranded in the desert? Um, it's so good. Anyway. Name recognition. <laughs> Tying. So, lots, of, um, lots of lots of great first person shooters get lost behind it the does, shadows does of bigger franchises, particularly in Q4. But um, yeah. So Wolfenstein. So if Wolfenstein Three is in the works, I have to presume that that's maybe a fall 2019 title. But hopefully, if they're smarter, maybe a spring 2020. Catch it on the tail end of the you know before before yeah. ps5 and yeah, scarlet drop yeah. uh and then here's i, I want to float just one more thing out on this and you're welcome to agree disagree or float it suggest it's something shasta else but... better than rc cola the answer is no what well, <laughs> shasta's, shasta, no that's like that's the that's like the that's the safe way that's select the, that's cola. the basement <laughs> yeah that's like the one. basement i don't think i know what that quality. is quality yeah, i've never heard of like that shasta, uh, Ari- we had it in arizona it's like a regional uh, brand it's is, oh. yeah. I, I thought it was everywhere yeah, is it good shasta? It's trash soda i haven't oh. since since <laughs> okay. moving to california i haven't seen a shasta they're mountain and, I, and I've, mountain been, I've been here like 18 years so yeah, we don't we don't allow it in california <laughs> <laughs> there's somebody at we every have, border across shasta that's enough get that trash back to the midwest uh you turn that Shasta we, truck we, right around and go drink, back to Phoenix. We drink RC Cola here, okay, in California. Uh, I actually do uh, like getting RC Cola with my pizza sometimes. Just the saying. C stands for California. Where can you RC even Cola. get RC Cola? Uh, the place I order pizza from. Yeah, has RC Cola. okay. What's, I've, sometimes I, never I walk into a gas station. Also, like Diet Coke like and stuff. RC Cola. But I'm like, there it is. There it is. It's like a special thing. Have you guys ever seen a Mr. Pib? Oh yeah, I, yeah, oh, yeah. Well, not, 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 not here. Not okay. But, not, not in. Yeah. Not in. Uh, yeah, it's you can't no. clone Dr Pepper. Is just you can't copy it. It doesn't work. Twenty one secret spices. <laughs> it Dr. Yeah. Pepper? Have That's you had not... a with like the cane sugar? Oh uh, yeah, yes. I had, so, so good. The, the Target I, I that I go to uh, that's nearest <laughs> to me used to have the the pure sh- sugar cane mm-hmm. uh, Dr Pepper and they don't have it anymore. Well, the, the if you get Coke in a glass bottle, that's well, like yeah, that's usually, Mexican. That's that's right with real sugar. I, I exclusively versus, stock that. At yeah, because <laughs> I don't know. It's, you would think because the other one's made with high fructose corn syrup, yeah, and like the real sugar it. one is like I mean, the real sugar. Yeah, and one well, you also kind of feel like. You're drinking a uh, what is it called a Nuka Cola? I remember uh, <laughs> just the, the feeling. Yeah, of just because it. it's like the little bottle. bottle caps. I remember back uh, back when when the the pure sugar glass bottle Coke thing was first sort of taken off, like yeah. maybe like you know however many years ago. I was at Valve for something, and it's mm. been a while since I've been at Valve, so I don't even remember what it was. But I remember I went into there like they took me through to the kitchen, and they had they had they just stocked it, and I was yeah, like, no, Valve's amazing. <laughs> 
So anyway, uh, welcome, welcome to, to Sugarcast. Yeah, uh, or SodaCast. SodaCast. Best sodas. Yeah. So Wolfenstein Three. I wanted to say, uh, I would love to see. So Machine Games. If you're not aware of who they are, I mean, of course, you've played. Hopefully, played their two Wolfenstein games, and then there the, there was the one standalone campaign, the uh, New Blood. Is that what the name? It was. Of it? it was. Yeah, whatever it was New called. New Blood and the New Colossus. That's this. That's Wolfenstein Two. Um, oh right. Yeah. Right. So if you if you have aren't familiar with their work through that, know that the core of that team also was Starbreeze. Uh, the the sort of core of Starbreeze originally makers of the Chronicles of Riddick, mm-hmm. Escape from Butcher Bay, one of the definitely ten, possibly five greatest original Xbox games ever. And you talk about a great single player first person campaign. Yeah, uh, Riddick's incredible. But so I would love to see their talents put to work because I'm going to presume that. Wolfenstein will be a trilogy that the you know three games typically typically yeah. tends to be and after that I think it seems like you get diminishing returns both well you said it's going to be and, around the kids right well the, this the like young a, blood like thing a, young which isn't Wolfenstein three that's a, the standalone yeah, thing that they're working on now yeah got so it, got it um, anyway I would love to see Machine Games apply the Wolfenstein treatment of meaning you know rebooting a classic id IP with a narrative focus to Quake. Mm-hmm. Yes, we have Quake Three. Uh, pardon me, we have uh, Quake, Champions. Quake, Champions, Quake Champions. Thank you. But the original Quake, Quake One, was a game that they it was trying to build like a whole big like universe around. There was uh, you know there were there was like these crazy creatures and uh, a lot of the monsters and the weapons and the original version of it had had like a hammer that that never obviously came out, but. Quake has sort of this this deep rooted core narrative that that never really got explored. I mean, Quake Two was very much a strong single player game that kind of went off in the Strogue direction with the the aliens. But I'd love to see them machine do their thing on Quake. Mm-hmm. That would be, be cool. Fun. Yep, that would be fun. So, all right, there's that. We got to scurry along here for the last few things. Uh, Brandon, you were yeah, you were talking about Sea of Thieves earlier. We've got a little bit of a uh, just a timing update here on the oh, next yeah. big content drop. The uh, Forsaken Shores update, the f- the I, I guess last announced content update mm-hmm. for Sea of Thieves. We know there's going to be three more this year after Forsaken Shores. Three more this year? This, that's what they told me. Yeah, it's September. <clears throat> really? They are oh, that's not impressive. Time. They are working on. <laughs> well, they have a four or maybe five team now leapfrog approach where team A, B, C, and D. Once A finishes, they go to E. Once got it. Bless you. You're the best. Bless you. you. I'm holding back. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. <sighs> okay. Thoughts and, thoughts and prayers are with you in this difficult time. These <laughs> things um, hard, guys. So, yeah, they basically just leapfrog. You know, once A finishes, they start working on whatever the next one is after. So, Forsaken Shores was going to be out, I believe, this week. Um, maybe to, was it tomorrow? Yeah, I think it was supposed to be It was to be supposed tomorrow. to be tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, it's being pushed back to September 27th. That's my birthday. <gasps> really? Happy birthday. Oh, my birthday's this just week. My birthday's on Thursday. Why didn't oh! you, I haven't done a damn Why didn't you tell us? It. Well, I, I should. Now down. you know. Nothing to brag about. Yeah. Your 28th birthday. Oh, Liz. <laughs> guy uh, <laughs> that's why i get to be on the shows right you, you said it was thursday the 20th. I'm, I'm the 20th you're yeah. september 20th yeah awesome We're- i'm the last day of summer i'm a f- before we switch to fall i'm the it's one fall. week after the last day of summer uh anyway go with shrine happy birthday on thursday but yes for second shores uh delayed a week to september 27th 
Um, cool. Yeah, they said uh, – hold on. I just have a quote here from our friend Joe Neat, the executive producer. I said they're currently nearing the end of our polish and bug fixing phase, and our goal is to ensure we deliver a stable polish and bug free experience. So they just they just need a little there, more time. Yeah, there was like Simple a mem- there was a memory issue that they caught. Um, I believe if I if I remember it right, um, they caught a memory issue. Which you know, if you've ever dealt with memory issues, it's one of those things that eventually just crashes. Uh, memory leak. You're mem- referring memory to. leak. Yeah. yeah, memory leaks are bad. <clears throat> Yeah, it starts fine, but like data slowly like falls out, and then eventually That's it just sad. becomes overwhelmed, and you crash when you're you know right in the room before the final boss, and nobody likes mm. that. So, um, yeah, no big deal. A week, take your time. Um, I, hopefully, I can convince Miranda to jump in with me, and we can play some Forsaken Shores. Wait, yeah, can I, I just, can I play too? No, we haven't no. done our episode. It's in, just Miranda in Sea of Thieves yet. Uh, um, I've, I've been wanting to go back. Like I've been bringing my Xbox and just looking at it, and thinking, hey. That'd be fun. Well, maybe the three person. I don't want to go alone. Now. Yes. Yeah, that's true. You know, the brigand. Mark, you're not invited. The, the brigand. Yep. Yeah. Um, we could sail a galleon. That's just kidding. We wanted to. We can come. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're gonna. Uh, I'm. I'm gonna do my best to get some Forsaken Shores. Let maybe a live stream up next week. But that'd be fun. Forsaken Shores, September 27th. Fantastic. And it's again, it's on Game Pass. If you haven't played it, just download it. Go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Try it Ten out. Bucks. Ten bucks. Get some somewhere. friends and so go. Good. There's actually some um, really good deals out there. I still like. I think it was. I think it was like launch week or something. Miranda, you and I just happened to we happened upon each other. Yeah. We were both on, and we just we had a great time in the two person sloop mm-hmm. for like three experience. three hours, like the whole, whatever the whole evening was. Yeah, we just had a great time sailing around. We had some crazy storms we had to navigate. We're like, oh my gosh, I don't know which way I'm storm. facing. Where do we go? <laughs> we were yes. trying to get some some treasure back to an outpost, and we were spun around in we a storm. We kept spinning around, yeah, because of the yeah. storm. We kept losing it's crazy. the outpost. It's a good time. I played it's so much good. Sea of Thieves when it came out. I loved, I liked it a lot. Yeah, Me it's too. great. All right, uh, real quick. So, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Greece. This is a game that I thought, okay, man, they just came off this big win, big high with Origins. Mm-hmm. They'd waited, they skipped a year, so it was, there was a nice little buildup. Oh, man, they're coming right back with, with another one this year, but yep. I played a bunch of Odyssey at E3, yeah. and oh, my God, it's really good. It's Holy also. Crap. It might have one of my favorite color palettes Look, yeah, in a game. If you're watching the video, along, it, is, like, it is so vivid and bold, which is what, of course, uh, ancient Greece looked like originally. In time, so the, the artifacts we have now don't have that vividness due to the, the weathers of time. But yeah, it's it's a it's a beautiful game. There are a lot of RPG elements. I've been really surprised at how much I, I am digging this game mm-hmm. when I've played it. And so there is a season pass, uh, as many of the Call of Duty, Call of Duty's, Assassin's Creed's have had. So here's what's in it. (laughs) Uh, The the pass is included in the Gold, Ultimate, Spartan, and Pantheon editions, but you can also, if you're just buying the vanilla game, you can grab the season pass for $40. There are two story-centric episodes that'll be included with that, Legacy of the First Blade and The Fate of Atlantis, both of which contain three episodes that will eat, they'll be six weeks apart. Now this here's the here's the interesting bit. The last major addition to this season pass is not another content drop per se, another another DLC, but it's Assassin's Creed 3 remastered mm-hmm. with all of the DLC that it had including 4K and HDR functionality on the X, if you're on Xbox One X, higher resolution textures, a new graphics engine, other graphical enhancements and improved gameplay mechanics. That's going to be out as part of the season pass in March of 2019. You will be able to buy it separately if you don't 
have any interest in Odyssey or Odyssey's season pass. I think uh, Libera- Liberations as well. Oh yeah, thank you. I, I totally skipped over that. The Vita, the Vita game, Assassin's Creed Liberation, <laughs> that did eventually come to console. Yeah, it yeah. came to console later. Uh, which was, I think, okay. Like it wasn't necessarily amazing. I think it's yeah. the only game that got leaked twice. <laughs> well, I think you're right. Oh. The, the Vita version got leaked, and then the. But yeah, how how about that? I mean, a, a full. You're getting a full game <laughs> remastered. So- as part of the season pass it's 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 very strange um you know two and and brotherhood and revelation they all got remastered with the uh the Ezio trilogy and then four was a ps4 game uh we we just got remaster of rogue which never hit the new console so now it's on the new consoles i don't know i i guess i weirdly would rather see one remastered Mm. than three i super don't like three well, I, I'm three a big was, Assassin's Creed yeah, fan. I, I dislike three like as three. well. So when you say like, you know, you get a whole new game, I'm like, yeah. well, I'd rather this, just this literally does nothing. I would honestly rather skip a remaster of three and just fight more beasts of mythology, well, but, Greek mythology. On. What if Odyssey? What if they just skipped like the first four hours of Assassin's Creed three mm. so the good part starts? <laughs> that doesn't that doesn't and get then ri- that's the re- that's the part that, that doesn't you get rid of Connor, and I do not like Connor. <laughs> oh. I didn't like him either. <laughs> And I don't know. I'm not leaving. I'm never leaving. <laughs> Shut up, Connor. <laughs> I do not like Mark's Connor. the best. I sh- I'd just rather fight more Minotaurs in. Odyssey yeah, I. No. Well, there you go. I'm excited. Uh, it's for it. it's there if you want it. It's there if you want it. If you're getting a season pass, you you are getting you're at least you're getting a lot for your forty dollars between these yeah. two. Yeah. Uh, the, the fate of Atlantis, the legacy of the first blade, and then Assassin's Creed three and it's, Liberation. It's just crazy to me because they moved Assassin's Creed from an animation based combat system to a hit scan combat system. Yeah. They basically changed it. It's a different game now, and so you buy Odyssey, you play all the way through it, and then they're like the la- the kicker is uh, <laughs> you're you're losing all the mechanics and design yeah. systems yeah. that they've put into the game. And, in and the that's last the hardest thing is like I wanted to play Syndicate because Syndicate is the only Assassin's Creed I, I never really picked up, and it. It uses the old combat system, and it's yeah. so just like it's different now. It's not I, bad, I played but it's different. Yeah. It's so so much have improved gameplay mechanics at least for three. Yeah, so, so maybe, maybe that we'll, could we'll see what it is. So hopefully there you go. Connor mechanics. Uh, yeah, we'll have <laughs> get him out of here. I guess that Odyssey will be out soon. We'll have uh, we'll have our review. Last year it was Super Mario Odyssey. This year it's Assassin's it's Creed Assassin's Odyssey, Creed. and, kind and of Odyssey. also right around the corner. Literally, yeah, it's coming right up. Uh, two weeks from this Friday. Wait, really? Yeah, it's October fifth. Huh? Oh wow, yeah. that's earlier than Assassin's Creed. The day of Game Scoop Live. Everybody's getting out of Red Dead's way, yes. which is not, which is probably rightfully wise. so. Thank you. Uh, all right, marketplace back. <laughs> marketplace report. Brandon Tyrell, what is uh, what do we got as far as demos, game releases, games with gold, all that stuff? Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so marketplace. Uh, right now, you can the the playable demo of Forza Horizon Four is still up. If you haven't played it yet and you want to check it out, for the you, love of God, before you play. purchase it, uh, listen to Ryan. You Although should, you should go down that. If you are already buying it, just know that your progress does not carry over. Which, by that the way, one. new rule. I'm gonna just channel Bill Maher here for a second. New rule: no demo that's that can can come out close to release mm-hmm. and not have your progress carry over it's to the 2018 final game. people. Oh, 2018 cool. people. Exactly right. In what, addition, what demo did just come out that your progress did carry over? Some sort well, of demo uh, or beta. Earlier this summer, uh, Octopath Traveler on the Switch did that. Of. And yeah. it was so it was like, yes, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, I get to start the game early. It's great. Yep. 
Uh, in addition to the Forza demo, you can get Prison Architect uh, right now on Xbox One. That's all the way through the month of September. You can get Live Lock, which uh, looks like a twin. I watched the trailer. It just sounds last like night. it sounds like a privacy protection service, doesn't it? It doesn't <laughs> sound like a game. Should have got Live Subscribe to Live Lock to protect your identity. Uh, it looks. I watched a trailer last night when I was getting ready to go to bed. It looks like a twin stick shooter featuring uh, something akin to a transformer. So um, anyway, you can get that between uh, September sixteenth through. Is there live stock in Live Lock? I have no idea. <laughs> Uh, right now, you can get that September 16th to October 15th on Xbox One. Additionally, Lego Star Wars 3, The Clone Wars, is That's available. Over. Nope. Uh, was available last week. You can uh, You missed it. <laughs> ended on the 15th, so hopefully you watched last week's episode. Uh, and then the Sega Vintage Collection Monster World. Uh, Monster Hunter World. Got it. Monster World. Nope, not that nope, one. Not that. <clears throat> Take two. Sega Vintage Collection colon Monster World. You can get that September 16th uh, through September 30th on the Xbox One and the Xbox 360. Fantastic. Uh, what's out this week? Uh, quite a bit. Today, September 18th, you can get the Capcom Beat-Em-Up Bundle featuring Final Fight, Captain Commando, Battle Circuit, Knights of the Round, Warriors of Fate, Armored Warriors, and the King of Dragons. In addition, today you can get Fishing Sim World, which is touted as the most authentic fishing simulator ever no, made. We talked about that a lot on the last. We did. Yep. That yep. that got quite a bit of airtime. <laughs> that was the blackout of the last episode. <laughs> out today, out today, September eighteenth, you can get Speed Brawl, which is a two D combat racer about moving fast and hitting hard. Woo! Regular brawl is not fast enough for you. Uh, no. Additionally, it's just brawling while on speed. <laughs> oh, That's all it is. Uh, and this, <laughs> this one, I was, I was watching John Dornbush and Barrett play this a little yesterday. Transference, transference. Yes. Ah, the Ubisoft yes. VR yeah. thing. The yeah. Ubisoft VR thing. Although they weren't playing in VR, um, yeah. is out to uh, out today actually. Uh, and it's sort of a first person. Uh, it's like an experience based exploration thing where you That's saw the Elijah, Elijah Wood, Wood, uh, Wood joint. Yeah. Thingy. Uh, out, out tomorrow, September 19th, uh, you can get Hover, which is a parkour game set in a futuristic open world where you can perform incredible tricks and combos. I've seen parkour. Pretty sure they touch the ground, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> is that the – it's like, well, it's not lava. Not in Hover because <laughs> Hover is clearly uh... – uh, Additionally, tomorrow, you can get League of Evil, which is an action game where you are a bionic super agent and it is 8-bit style. So good luck with that. Uh, Friday, September 21st, Anodyne. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but it's uh, harking back to 16-bit adventures um, where you're solving puzzles, defeating enemies in a variety of environments. I am the hero. I am the hero on Friday, September 21st is a pixel art beat-em-up fighting game. My Brother Rabbit, which is such an awesome name, uh, out, on, out on Friday, a beautifully drawn adventure set in a surreal world that mixes reality with a child's imagination of a fantastic universe. So I'm going to say that I – That provides the comfort a brother and sister need to cope with their hostile reality. So this oh. one, this one like might the, be a sleeper. Yeah, I, I, that description is actually super appealing. Yeah. That, that sounds yeah. like – That's why I wanted I to finish it. Yeah, yeah. It, I think I want to – Right off the bat, it makes me think of like brothers. You know? mm. Yeah. Uh, and finally, on Friday, September 21st, you can get Wenjia, W-E-N-J-I-A, a 2D platformer with puzzle-solving elements. Players can freely travel between two realms, each of them with different challenges and obstacles. And that is your Marketplace Report. Thank you, Brandon. Quickly, Thank you. trivia time. Mm. Oh, God. Miranda, pay attention. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't just give it up. Okay, Steve. Don't talk to me. (laughs) Steve asks, which of these Xbox 360 titles was the first to feature a viral achievement, i.e. play with a developer or someone else who has this achievement unlocked to get it unlocked yourself? 
obviously multiplayer centric. This was kind of a big thing in the at some point in the 360 life cycle. I don't want to say uh, any more than that, so as not to tilt the odds in anyone's favor here. But was it Perfect Dark Zero, Blitz the League, Dead or Alive Four, or Need for Speed Carbon? We have the ghost of Alana clinging to a one-point lead over Brandon, ten to nine. Miranda at seven, Mark at two, mm-hmm. beating in, in his limited no, appearance, t- tied with Destin, and beating Duggan. <laughs> Not uh, people there. have been on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Duggan was on this show once. <laughs> Interesting, yes. so, or maybe more. He just got him wrong. It's true. Uh, Mark, any any yes. thoughts on this one? None, none, none at all. Want to take a shot? Uh, sure. Let's go with uh, let's go with Blitz the League. Blitz the League for Mark. No idea. I'm gonna go. Uh, Probably yummy. I'm gonna go Miranda's <laughs> way since she. Yeah. Uh, now I want. I want an honest to goodness, earnest answer. Um, I'm picking Perfect Dark Zero because it reminds me of Alana. <laughs> Okay. All right. Um, I <laughs> I actually have no. Usually I have. I try to reason it. I have no idea. I actually. Yeah, I have to confess. I didn't know this either. I I remember some games that have done it, but I could not remember yeah. what the first was. So, so I'm, I'm Steve, op- a good job stumping us on yeah, this. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm operating under the assumption that all of them had some sort of viral achievement in them. So I'm just going chronology, and uh, I'm going to say Blitz the League as well because I remember okay. that came out in the in the early aughts or mid aughts. All right. Fair enough. Well. Uh, both of you gentlemen are correct. It oh. was Blitz the League, Whoa. which means Brandon has now no! tied. Yes. You really That's should good. be just poisoning his, uh, putting some like like Dumb and Dumber style, like turbo laxative into yeah, his I drink. So he, I bring a, a glass without a lid every day. I tried to give, her th- I tried to give him <laughs> the only three points right. before. I know you I tried did. very hard. You, I tried to cheat earlier. <laughs> what? <laughs> You. That's not me. Well, it's get, not for me. Giving somebody points is cheating. It doesn't matter if right. it's for you or not. We're being yelled at. Uh, we got to get out of here. We started <laughs> yep. late due to some technical yeah. difficulties. We've yeah. been rambling for well, quite a while. But I want to thank for everyone. I want to thank Steve for sending in an excellent question. And I would love for you guys to participate. Please send in your Xbox trivia questions. You can email them to unlocked at IGN.com. Please include four multiple choice answers and note the correct one in your email. We'll play again next week. And every week, and, uh, and we've had a pretty good streak lately. A lot of good questions. Yeah, good stuff weeks. coming in. So appreciate it from everybody. Sasquatch one. I'm Ryan McCaffrey. You can find me on Twitter at DMC underscore Ryan. Uh, Unfiltered is up for this month, which is Ted Price. Again, yeah, sure, we're talking Spider-Man. That's his new big release from Insomniac. But a lot of Sunset Overdrive talk in that conversation as well. So I'd love it if you'd check that out. And again, the, uh, the St. Jude's uh, Children's Cancer Charity Fundraising Stream happening Wednesday the 19th, which is probably today for a lot of people checking this out. It might be on right now, 1 p.m. to 7 p.m. Pacific. So just please pause this podcast, pop over there, check it out, maybe uh, maybe uh, contribute something if you if you want to mm-hmm. do that. Mark? Yeah. Uh, Twitter, at Mark underscore Medina. Uh, I finally have said goodbye to Spider-Man. That's done. Uh, played a lot of Blackout. Made some videos about that. And now I am in full pre-production for the final release of Call of Duty. Me and Miranda are leaving this, going to lunch, and then have a meeting about that. Aww. Nice. Big, big yeah. release. Got to do it. Miranda? Got a lot to do. Awesome. Um, you find me at Havoc Gross on Twitter, Instagram, pretty much everywhere else. And it's Havoc with a K because I was a dumb child. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just you can, it's a halo, it's a Halo reference. Ha- the Havoc that's, that's, that's Havoc you. physics engine that's in Halo and lots of other games, which oh, although yeah. Microsoft yeah. bought it, yeah, yeah. yeah it's H A V O K. It's quirky. It's just Every a Halo time I do notes. see that that 
that logo pop up. I'm just like, oh, yeah. Mm. I didn't have some relevance. Anyway, um, I don't have a lot I really want to promote right now. I mm-hmm. am running a new anime show called Anime Omake. It's a mini series. We talk about surprise anime. Um, and I'm working on a lot of other stuff, a lot of planning, and some smaller projects that, again, just catch my Twitter. I'll talk about it in there. What does Omake mean? So, Omake is kind of it's like. actually anime backwards. That's. <laughs> <laughs> I actually so like, no no it's no. not it's not it's a it's like a bonus or like a gift kind of attached to something oh, so cool. it's like the idea was that this is a mini series so it's like it's an additional cool yeah. cool i like that. um i'm brandon tyrell you can find me on twitter at brandon tyrell it's just my name um i'm not promoting anything other than thursday september 20th is ryan's birthday so please go on twitter and wish him a happy birthday <laughs> he works nice. very hard to put all this content together so um Happy birthday. I appreciate Happy it. early birthday. Thank you. Yeah. And we'll do the same for you next week. Yeah. Oh, God. What have I done? <laughs> I've opened a door. Uh, uh, but definitely yeah. check out, uh, sorry, our charity live stream yes, this please. week um, it is Wednesday. Probably now. Tomorrow. Yeah. Probably, as most people Wednesday as you're watching 1 it. to 7 yeah. p.m. And we've said it three times uh, now. Pacific time. Please check it out if you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's for a good cost. I think just be there. The support matters a lot exactly. to you. Even if you can't give something. Absolutely. And again, uh, if you're not already watching the show early... Do that, unlocked.ign.com, Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern. But hey, if YouTube or uh, podcast services are more your thing, the show still comes at you at its regular time, 24 hours later, on Wednesday afternoon. So however you want to get us, we just appreciate you tuning in. Uh, For Miranda, Brandon, and Mark, I'm Ryan. This was Unlocked 3, gosh, 362 already. And we'll see you guys next week. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.